0: Lifeway Leadership. Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network.
1: This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast, hosted by Lifeway. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we are discussing some reasons for leaders to use the word no. So... Tell us where this one originated for you. Well, I
1: mean, like most pastors, uh, I hate using the word no. I really do. I, because I hate disappointing people. I mean, I, I like people to like me. Uh, you know, it's funny when, um, as we record this, I'm like one month back into a new role, an old role, <laughs> uh, new again. Uh, but I, when I left the pastorate to go lead an organization that supports the church, I really felt like, I actually said to myself, I'll probably never do another wedding. Mm. I've got two on the books already. I've just done <laughs> one, and I've got another one coming this weekend. But uh, you know, saying no because everybody asks the pastor first. You know, we've got a large staff of pastors, but everybody asks the lead pastor, I should say, first. And so I get lots of requests. I have more people that want to meet with me than I have time to meet. Uh, just time on my schedule. Yep. And so it, it's um, it's a word I have to use. But it's a hard word to use. But learning the power of the word no no may be one of the most important decisions a leader can make.
0: Mm. I heard someone once say that leadership is disappointing people at a rate that they can take. Ooh. And that's good. What you're talking about here is saying no. Yeah. Hey, you have to protect your time in order to actually lead well. Yeah. So what are some ways and somebody can do this yeah and you know
1: maybe this is just helpful to a leader a pastor uh just to give you a few uh reasons if you will into your bank that when you have to say the word no okay here's why i'm doing so so that just to set it up the first one is your family um I love the fact we, we had this 87-year-old uh, pastor emeritus talk to our staff one time. He had pastored the church for 25 years. And he'd been retired for about 20 years at that point. And he, had, he admitted that the way he did ministry in his days wouldn't work today. And mm-hmm. one of the things he said is he wished he'd have said no more to the church and protected his family more, his family time. I love that. Uh, so your family is important enough to say No. Yeah. The second one is this, your work. And, and that's simply you can't do everything and, and do it well. Um, and the, some people think they can. Some people think they can be everywhere and do everything. That's especially true for probably a newer leader. Um, and it works for a little while maybe, but eventually you'll burn out. And so the best work you do will be when you say yes to the right things and no to the things you simply can't do.
0: That sounds so counterintuitive. Yeah. Like you even said, especially for somebody new stepping into right. a new role, wanting to prove themselves. Yeah. And actually you're gonna burn yourself out quickly. That's right. And that probably even goes to number one. Like yeah. those things are so tied. Absolutely. Yeah. And and especially in a new role too, because
1: we've talked about this before on the podcast. When you get into a new position, the the spouse is always kind of left out of that a little bit. They're doing, you know, the, the, you're, you've you got all this excitement going, and your spouse many times is having to reimagine their world. And so if you're always on and never off for them, uh, it's... Um, It's going to burn out your family, too. I love uh, something Sean Lovejoy, a friend of mine, says. um, Just gave Sean Lovejoy a free shout-out right there. But I I love something (laughs) he says. Wherever you are, be fully present. Mm. I love that. Uh, So be fully present at work, but be fully present at home, too. So, yeah, those two go together. That's really helpful. What about number three? Your health. Um, you are, you're only, um, your health is only as good as you protect it to be. Uh, I just had, um, uh, my annual physical yesterday and the doctor said, you're doing well. I loved hearing that. I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and confess to you. I really like bacon, but, <laughs> um, so I hadn't got my cholesterol numbers back yet, but still, bacon is good. But seriously, um, uh, saying no protects your health. Um, so you can say yes, for example, to an hour at the gym or um, or, or to walking with your spouse or uh, however you exercise. Uh, so saying no allows your health to be better.
0: Ron, I know for you, one of the pictures I see often when you're preaching is you in the gym and you have yeah. your notes in front of you. Yeah. Like, What is, for you, it looks like you protect that time, but it's also yeah. time that you can still work. That's so right. for you, what, is this, what does this look like? Because even what you just said, one hour... to to, maybe it's getting in the gym, maybe it's going for a walk. Right. I mean, if you don't schedule that, that just doesn't happen. So what does that look like for you?
1: Well, for me, actually, my walking time, like exercise time is usually my own time. And then I'll do other times of so-called exercise where I'm working at the same time. I've discovered this great uh, little secret. It's not a secret at all, but I can put my notes, develop my notes in a Google Doc form or any kind of form that you use. And then I can uh, walk and edit it at the same time. Now, you gotta be, you gotta get used to that and be a little bit coordinated, (laughs) watch your steps, that sort of thing. Watch out for traffic. Yeah, but I can do that and be so productive. Actually, uh, I've always taught that if you wanna get a guy, engaged talking, get them doing something For at sure. the same time. And so it, it engages my mind and allows me to go over my notes at the same time. It's, it's super great.
0: Yeah, a little little tip that I found from reading Steve Jobs' biography is so many times instead of doing a one-on-one with the mm-hmm. meet, uh, in the office, yeah, he like, let's go for a walk. I do it all the and time. Just walk around, it yeah. gets you out, it gets you moving, and it gets people, like you said, get them doing something else. Yeah. And you're not having that conversation just staring That's at right. one another, you're walking around and engaging. And, and it can
1: almost be never, uh, I almost never take a phone call where I'm not um, walking at the same time, You mm-hmm. know, so.
0: Yep, what about number f- five? Or uh, sorry, number four.
1: Yeah, your future. Um, if you want to, if you want a good reason to say no, think about your future. Because the, the reality is, leadership is a marathon. It takes a, a long time to lead well, and so you gotta you gotta balance yourself, pace yourself, find a healthy rhythm. If you protect your future by learning to say no,
0: hmm. I think I heard Craig Rochelle say once. I mean, he probably I mean, many people have said this: is that we overestimate what we can get done in a year, yeah, but we underestimate what we can get done in five years. Yeah,
1: that's great. So, I love that. the future. What about number five? Your integrity. Um, you know, Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. When you always say yes, eventually you're gonna put yourself in a position of, of uh, not being able to do what you committed to do. And so, pre- protect your integrity uh, by saying no, so that you can truly um, live up to your yes.
0: Yeah. That one's that one's convicting because as you said, I mean, you've been at back at Emanuel for a month and I'm sure yeah. as you said people are pinging you. Yeah. And as people pleasers, we don't want to disappoint people. Right. It's so easy to say, "Let me check into that, maybe." Yeah. And even be flaky. Yeah. And what you just said, like let your yes be even weighty. Right. When you say it, people know they can count on that's you. Right. So that's a that's a big one. Well, it,
1: it is a big one and and um you know, I always want um, and people are having to relearn. It's like, you know, I've only been gone four years. I went back to the same position, but I've only been gone four years. It's like people are having to relearn the fact that, yeah, I can't be everywhere and do everything. Mm-hmm. But I want them to trust me as they did before. And so that when I do say yes, I mean yes. Yep. That's helpful. What about the next one? Your example. Your example. Um, you know, a good reason to protect your no or to learn no is your example. Other people are following you. And, you know, I, I would say that to uh, every leader, but pastors, many pastors listen to the podcast. Uh, people in the church are going to follow your example. And so if, if you never say no, you go to everything. you uh, All the other things we talk about, your family, your health, all those sort of things, they're going to follow that example as
0: well. Mm-hmm. What about the last one, number seven?
1: Uh, the, the final one is simply your soul. Um, and that really is the bottom line. You you have, um, you love people or you wouldn't probably be in leadership. Um, but if if you don't learn the power of no, ultimately it's going to impact your soul, going to impact your relationship with even with Christ. Because, you, you know, when I'm burnt out, when my health is not good, when my family life is not good, it, it impacts everything in my life as well. And so uh, protect your soul by learning the word no.
0: As we as we close, let me just ask you this. And is there any practical tips for delivering the no that yeah. you've learned over the years? Here's how to frame it. Don't be yeah. a jerk about it, but yeah. protect your time. Here's a loving way to do that. Well, it's it's hard. Yeah. And, it, and here's
1: the reality. Um, some people are going to understand and some are not. So you're going to disappoint people. That's the part you have to realize. The uh, for me, I would say um, the more often I can say it publicly, like, "Hey, I, I can't be everywhere all the time. I have to." The more I, I can teach this to our church or to the people I'm trying to lead publicly, it helps me when I say it privately. So that's one thing: is don't just do it one on one; do it in a big circle too, because again, that's setting the example as well. On the one-on-ones, try to I try to take more time to explain why. Um, hey, you know, I, I tell you, the reason I'm not able to is this, and try to teach people as I go with that. Uh, obviously, try to deliver it softly and, and with grace. Uh, but again, the bottom line, some people are gonna
0: understand and some are not that's helpful well hey thanks for listening if you're enjoying these episodes please help us share the word about it by liking sharing reviewing subscribing it helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast and we'll see you next time
1: thanks for listening to the ron edmondson leadership podcast for more information about ron check out ron edmondson.com for more leadership resources from lifeway check out leadership.lifeway.com